2: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
3: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We are the legend.
0: 730, it's Monday night. Welcome oh, to we the lose. Talk Talk show sponsored by Bowl Sports, who sponsors at Birmingham City Football Club. And of course their friends at MA French Pol uh, Riley French Polishing. And the Garrison Coffee Company, a wonderful cup of coffee that is, guys, you need to try it, you really do. Um, right, okay, plenty to talk about tonight as we go through the next hour and a half. I'll introduce you to the team tonight, all the way from down south, the one-only Mr Alan Watton. Good evening, everybody. A.K.A. the chairman, and I've just learnt that he introduced Bob Raw to the golf club down south. Did they make your club Absolutely. captain for that as well? Yeah. <laughs> Did they make your club captain for doing that? No, they threw me out. All right, okay. <laughs> the one-only Mr Mark Adams. Hello, A.K.A. Everybody. Mr. Robe. Good evening. And, of course, as always, we've got Paul Hickness, Mr. Sheen. Good evening oh, yeah. all. And we've got myself and, of course, Mrs. Brown. Good evening. <laughs> Absolutely delighted to be joined by Darren Carter.
3: Darren Carter! <laughs> Who are you? Who are you?
0: <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> He's terrible, isn't he? He's only got one job. <laughs> and uh, you, you've, uh, you've managed to get a player with us tonight, uh, Darren. Introduce us.
1: Yeah, so got my skipper, Louise Quinn, the uh, Irish maestro. So, yep, she's joined us tonight.
0: And we've already tried to teach her a rummy accent tonight and get her to drink bovel and eat book pies. So there we are. It's probably going to be one of those shows again, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to have a little bit of a laugh in the last 15 minutes. So no, believe me, a little bit of a laugh. Um, right, OK, we have a new arrival. We have a new arrival. Okay, that new arrival is Madeline Violet, born yesterday to my daughter Rebecca and her partner Anton. Well done, guys! Well done! Well done. Uh, well done. Uh, Absolutely, ah! love you. Sorry. And uh, unfortunately, ladies and gents, I do have to say that uh, Daddy is a Stoke fan, and I can't and oh, won't intervene. God. I can't and won't intervene. There's a lot of it around here, Chris. It's like a disease. You know have what I mean? Have a word. <laughs>
4: have a word for God's sake!
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> it's the best uh, thing, best.
5: you can beanie. Becker,
0: my Becca just doesn't like football at all, not in in, in any any manner or show, not at all, not at all. She's been a couple of times down the blue, so she's had uh, she's had the the air inside her, so she doesn't know what it's about. So. Um, but no, well done to uh, Becca and Anton, uh, Madeline Violet. What lovely names! Lovely names! Marvelous! Really pleased for them. And uh, she's back home now, and everything's going well. Uh, but unfortunately, Becca went and tested positive for COVID.
3: Hmm.
0: Oh, great, eh? great. Yeah, I know, I know. She's all right. She's got, she's got a bit of a cold on her, but she's all right. She's not as bad as she has was. My God, she looked like death cooled down, believe me. Crikey, thought I was digging her an hole a week or two ago, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> right, Louise, tell us uh, what you do and, and all about your bab.
6: Yes, I am uh, very, very proud to be Blues captain uh, this season. I'm a 31 year old central defender, Irish international. Um, yeah, and this is it. Football is the life, and yeah, happy to be happy to be at Blues now this year. And we're in a we're in a bit of a battle, but Irish girl loves a battle, loves the fight, and uh, yeah, going to keep us up.
0: A girl, love it, love the spirit, love the attitude, mate. Absolutely brilliant. And um, from from like your point of view, right? How many caps did you first get up for Ireland? Um, I
6: have 91. So. What? Yeah. You,
0: you've only got one head. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Large surface area.
0: 91 caps. That is That's incredible. incredible. Yeah. Are you going to go well for another nine?
6: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we well have a done. cap now in February, so hopefully there's another, another couple in there. And, yeah, there's no sign of me stopping yet. There's been talk of it, but there's no, from other people, but not from 91. me.
0: Ninety-one. I was expecting you to say about nine or ten, isn't it? Ninety-one. Well, that something like 91 well thats absolutely incredible. What an international career! I'm, I'm, I'm gobsmacked. I I really am. Really am. Proper. Well done. Um, okay, so we're going to go and talk about the Derby game now. Um, boom. We started off uh, a little bit ropey, I thought, for the first ten minutes, and then we got hold of that game, and we just, we just ripped into Derby. Then all of a sudden, just a mad five minutes and it's all over. You know, kind of what we did to Peterborough last week. But um, once they made their two substitutes, I, uh, my, my Luke came up from Paul. He, said, he rang me out of the blue. He said, Daddy, so are you watching the game tonight? I said, home, oh, mate. He says, oh, come on. Like, oh, wow, brilliant. So we just sat here um, and, uh, he had to drive back down to Paul. Uh, so um, it was soft drinks only. And um, we watched the game together, which was really nice. It was great. Seeing him. And it's in for, uh, well, since my birthday party. I've not mentioned that. Paul, your take on the Derby game, bud?
2: I thought we were really good first half. I thought that the, the new signings, you know, Bakuna and, and Taylor and, and and Andes as well, you know, they all linked up really well, um, and, and as well with Hogan as well. And, you know, the, the signs in the first half were obviously great. And then we get the second goal. Um, I thought the second goal of Hogan's was probably the harder chance, you know, at the, at the three mm, that he mm. had. Um, but, you know, he definitely should have had a, at least another one and he, he'll know himself. But, you know, I just think in the end we were punished for not taking enough chances. and Absolutely. you know, And they and, were there, weren't they? Them chances were yeah. there. And that's the no. good thing, No, That's the positive is that we're creating yeah, so yeah. many. It was like night and day compared to the Peterborough game. And we know, were playing and,
0: like a team again.
2: Yeah, yeah, and what, what what I was hoping for before the game started was that we'd come out of the dressing room and get at them from the first whistle. And I thought we did that, you know. Like you say, once we got mm. hold of the game, we did. And yeah. uh, we look a completely different animal now with these new players in the team. And you know, let's hope that you know we've got Richards to come in as well. And yeah, he needs yeah. to come back. Let's hope we can have a good second half to the season. Um, I'm totally,
0: I'm totally impressed with Taylor. Totally yeah. impressed. Yeah, he, I think just, he, I think he's, I think he's got a good attitude mm. on his head as well. You know what I mean? Proper.
2: Oh, we took it Superbly well, and um, obviously Hernandez did really well. But I've got to give Ryan Woods a shout out as well because some of his passing was uh, was out of this world. The free ball for Wasn't the it first, is,
0: goal, yeah, yeah.
2: And, the, and the assist for the second goal uh, was 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 um, you know um, some some fantastic passing. But uh, also, once we lost him, once we had to take him off because he did look like he was going to get a second yellow.
0: He didn't, after um, didn't he? Uh...
2: So once once we took him off, we kind of like lost control of the game in midfield, didn't we? A little bit, and yeah, we were kind of, we were kind of uh, chasing it a bit, oh. but I, I've got to say that I didn't get him bringing Friend on for Taylor. If he was going to take Taylor off, I'd have put on, you know, another striker. Did, or yeah, another, yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't have gone with the three at the back, the three centre-halves, but, you know, he did it, and in my opinion, it invited them onto us a bit more, um, and then, obviously, inevitably, they they get the, they get the couple of goals that, that, that they did, but I think, for me, you know, the second goal of theirs was offside and a foul on me. Oh, a doubt. But, and but he, and he, a high he, boot. But you yeah. can that though and say that they should have had a penalty um, but who knows in hindsight they might have missed the penalty and we might have still won 2-1 who knows but who knows? you know with VAR yeah. I think that's what would, would have happened but we would have lost Mengi as well he would have had a red for that wouldn't he yeah. so, a beautiful yeah.
0: game, eh? it's a beautiful well, game
7: I think it was, um, it was almost like the, the Blues of old you know it's like going back 11-12 years it was just that like every tackle was you know sort of the rest of the other lads were and everyone up and it was just a, a world away from what we've seen in recent weeks
0: oh, um, absolutely yeah
7: yeah,
2: yeah. And that's like mean, Bakuna's Bacuna. just what we need, isn't he? That forward
7: thing, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I like to say. I mean, uh, going back to the subs. I mean, I went, I went yesterday, and um, it's almost like a collective groan, if you like. It's like, why, why are we doing this with twenty-two minutes to go? We shouldn't really wait till about eighty minutes. Not, not now, because mm. every free kick they were getting, we're getting closer and closer, and you could just see it coming.
0: their two subs made a real impact, didn't they? Really, I mean that one goes at Reynolds. Mm. He 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 looks mighty. He looks like a beast.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, fairness to Beelick, It was you took it well, <laughs> even though he did kick Mengi in the head. He did take it. He well. did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. You know, and um, but yeah. A se- <laughs> a second, the second that
0: free kick was given, though, I mean, we should have had a uh, we should have had a free kick. because He pushed him on the uh, on the byline, right? So that should have been a free kick to Blues. That would have been game over. Um, but having said that, it wasn't, and we've got to carry on. You've got to play to the whistle. Um, did we take a right off the ball? No, I don't really think so. I just, I just think it was just one of them strikes that, you know, could have gone anywhere.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. Just
7: yeah. Just, what, um, Bo, I mean, what Lee, Lee Bowie said was spot on. He said, um, we didn't seem hungry enough to sort of dive in and clear it. And it was mm. true. We should mm. have really attacked that ball to get rid of it, but we, we didn't. Mm. We've done yeah. that a lot. Mm.
4: And oh, in, in the f- end, it still seems like a defeat.
2: Yeah. But I took a two two before the game started though, if you'd have offered me that. But, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. but when you yeah. when you when you're winning two one with so close to the final whistle, it feels like a defeat, doesn't it, when you can see the
0: equalizer.
2: Mm. Well, having said that a few years ago we did it to them at their place, didn't we? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clayton Donaldson. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Mm. I wouldn't have known who it was, <laughs> I ain't got a clue, mate. You know me. I think, I think uh,
2: you're making Darren,
0: Darren. Nick,
4: I think you're making a clicking noise or somebody is.
0: No, not me. There's no clicking going on here
4: definitely <laughs> it's stopped no. now no. Carry, carry on <laughs> well,
5: the thing that disappointed me was the fact we could have put an end to this wayne rooney sky sports love fest that was going yeah, absolutely oh, yeah. yeah. you're thinking you're getting stuffed here mate you know yeah. start talking about the team in blue it was how mm. are we going to do this how are done well after an hour, I might as well have gone home. Yeah, yeah no, we, we, we absolutely right, played of him off the park. To talk Alex. about it again then. Yeah, too
2: right. Mm. Too right. <laughs> hey, i like a broken record, but i have got to <laughs> BT back tomorrow from Wigan to work with our attacking players to get scoring goals like we did when he was here under Gary mm. Monk, you know, because he's a good he's a good striker, coach, isn't he? And, um, you know, that's what we need, I think. I think we just need to be a bit more clinical when the chances come. That's
7: a good point, Paul, because I think Troy Deeney would have licked his lips at some of them chances. Yeah. And he's probably yeah. watching his lips. How long before Troy's back? Does anybody know? A couple of weeks, innit? Yeah, two
0: weeks. A couple of weeks, weeks, yeah. Okay. Two weeks okay. yeah. And he's been made club captain now, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, do,
4: yeah. What, do, what do we think about that? I think it's um, good. Yeah. I
0: think it's good, but I always like to see a defender as a captain. Darren, what do you think?
1: Um, I think, to be fair, I always like defenders just because they can see the, the whole game. Everything, yeah. yeah. And they can sort of conduct from the back. So, yeah. Um, but Troy, I think Troy's the obvious choice, isn't he? I think he, he's a leader off the pitch anyway and he'll voice, voice his opinions. He's not afraid to to let people know what he's thinking. Um, mm. and he'll drag people along with him, him as well. So um, hopefully, like you say, he'll drive, drive the team forward because he ultimately cares, cares a lot about the club. So, you know, yeah. I think obviously... To-
7: sorry, sorry, Darren. Don't you think that there's a, a bit of a blurred line between team captain and club captain? So I think a lot of people are thinking he's going to be playing every week and so on. I don't think, you know, people are getting a bit mixed up a little
4: bit. Yeah, with club cutting and um, team cutting.
7: Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think, look, Troy, Troy's an impact player now for us. He's not going to play every week. We know that. No. Um, yeah. um, we need to utilise him exactly when we need him.
4: Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's probably, the dressing, probably in the dressing room we need him. I think that's, that's, I think that's probably the idea, isn't it?
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got our representatives in uh, tonight from uh, ladies football, women's, or was it women's or ladies now? Women's, women's, it?
4: women's, women's.
0: football. Oh, you see, I'm, I'm used to saying blues ladies, and it, oh, no, then it's... I get that into my head, and it took me, like, years <laughs> to, to remember that. Now it's going to take me years to remember <laughs> it's blues women. Um, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're our women's team, and uh, playing at St Andrews, which is an absolute blessing, uh, what's it like... Um, Louis for you When you walk, walk Out of St Andrews um, You know I, know I know your crowds Aren't massive um, Even the blokes Crowds aren't massive Because we can't even Fill an half empty stadium Because you know Half of it's shut And we still can't Sell every seat up I don't know what's Going on there But hey ho. Uh, but what, what was it like For you St Andrews I mean It's a, it's a, it's a great place and, You know when you Walk out that tunnel You see all them Blue and white chairs And it's like Whoa Love it
6: Yeah it's excellent It really is A, a lovely stadium Um you know, you can kind of even feel the the history, feel a bit of the old school, obviously, which this year hasn't been great for some of the fans because they've had to shut it. But it just it has it's still so kind of authentic and everything about it. And as you say, just kind of walking out through the tunnel, it's actually even more when we're when we're like arriving into the into the car park and then you yeah. have to run straight through the centre, so like between the two dugouts, you know, just to get down to the changing room. And I think I like I love that moment. I think coming in, getting ready for the game. You get to suss the whole pitch. You kind of just get to see, feel what kind of day it is. Um, you know, because usually when players are coming in, you are just coming in kind of, you know, the back door and you're just straight into the into the change room. But I love actually being able to come out to the dugout. Um, you know, the couple of hours before the game and actually just kind of, yeah, get a get a little walk around and and just see what it's all about.
0: The bit that I love now, I've not, I've not, I'm, I must admit, right, I have not been to St Andrews to watch a women's game. I haven't, right? But I have been to Sully Moors a few times, and a bit that I love is the interaction that you guys do with the, the fans after. You know, you have always got time for the for the kids and 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 you know, photo shoots and this and that. I think that's absolutely lovely.
6: Yeah, it is, and you know, it is. It's it's a diff, like a different crowd, different fans. There is definitely kind of a bit more of a. Yeah, I don't know. Like some can say family feel, but you know, for me now, and obviously even playing with the the Irish national team, it is something that we are especially good at. And then the variety of crowd, and and it's the exact same now here. You know, in Blues, and we're trying to, yeah. Listen, we want the crowds to get bigger and better. We know it's a, you know, we're on a we're on a tough old kind of run at the moment, but you know, there's some absolutely you know massively loyal fans and they're there week in week out they've gotten coaches up to away games um and we love it and to, and to us that's it genuinely is what it's about i think we are trying to actually change the game and we're still in that process there's been so much change lately but we're all like you know i'm all about trying to make change and then you know in years to come it's going to be much better we will uh.
3: back
6: and be like you know what i did I did as much as I could. I love being able to chat to the fans. It's as like for sometimes it's as special to me as it is for them, to be honest. So mm. you know, yeah, I think as a footballer we, we just love it. Uh, uh, Lu-
4: Louise to- uh, Louise Queen I'll- Player of the Season for me says big. There you go,
0: big, no, lovely big. Oh, the B- big thing.
4: Big thing, yep, yeah,
0: yeah. Ah, yeah, oh, lovely man, lovely man. Say hello to your dad as well, mate. Love them both. Absolutely great. We need to get them back in sometime, Chris. Nick,
4: Nick, apparently it's your your mic and um, headphones are clicking.
0: Oh, right, okay. 100% mine.
4: Yeah, it's yours, yeah. I'll I'll tell you what, Chris. (laughs) It's going against the
6: zip. Keep still. Yeah. The mic is going against the
4: zip, yeah. Oh, that's it. If you keep still. (laughs) If you keep still and don't talk, it
2: works. (laughs) (laughs) So, Louise, how does this compare to, am I right in saying you joined us from Fiorentina?
6: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I was in, a, yeah, I was in Florence last year, Fiorentina and um, yeah, just, just very different. So it was obviously I had a lot of change for the three seasons previous I was playing for Arsenal and then the four years previous to that I was playing in Sweden. Um, so I've definitely, you know, experienced kind of different, everything, different cultures, different leagues And you know, and absolutely, the thing about yeah about uh, Florence, uh, you know, love the lifestyle. There's as in that you know, and that place is a a special stadium and a special club. Um, but just the yeah, the difference of women's football over there compared to here in the in the WSL, um, you know, is massive, and it's it's still actually deemed amateur. But the you know the clubs have come up and obviously made us you know it it is professional you get professional contracts and stuff but they you know they're the Italians they tweak the rules as they as they kind of go yeah and, um yeah but you know absolutely loved it but just the pace of it was a bit different for me some sometimes it suited me um you know I'm not the paciest centre back but I know how to read the game um but the yeah there was just you know I wouldn't I wouldn't mind maybe going back a few years down the line when maybe I'm finished international and, you know, really kind of taking in the lifestyle and uh, live over there, yeah. yeah, And and it not be during COVID, (laughs) so that was obviously really difficult and obviously at the time, like I went, you know, I went bang in the middle of 2020 when Italy was not in a good place and, you know, so it was all a bit, yeah, it was, you know, a lot to take on but you know, I absolutely loved it though as well, the kind of, the skill and the the technical side of the game over there is is brilliant
7: yeah. what are they, what's the general public's perception of women's football is it the same sort of attendance levels or is it you know
6: um well that was the thing i well first of all i never got to experience crowd ever
7: yeah it's close um, yeah
6: literally everything was closed but it's it is it's a strange one like they italians they absolutely love football absolutely love it and then you know even at times I'd be walking around you know the city or around where I lived and there'd be people you know saying congrats on the result and you know obviously all in Italian so sometimes I was just like yeah but um but then sometimes it just wasn't backed though you know they love to talk about us. they probably would have watched the game but there's kind of I suppose in the yeah when it comes to the money side of this you know, it was all kind of talk, and then even even at the training ground and the men's training ground, we had we had trouble. You know, kind of uh-huh. even being around there. The manager, one of the managers, didn't want us really? to be in the building when he was in the building, or to not go by his office because we were, you know, too loud and going so not, go and... not, not very sorry,
7: um, Louise. Not very, not uh, very receptive.
6: No, but in in some ways, absolutely, and then in others not so much you know and and that was even at times there was you know women who were in the club and like we had our general manager was a woman and at times she was just telling us to be grateful for what we had and you know we had made such strides and you know where where I'd been in WSL and then with the Irish team as well so we actually get equal pay to the men as well we've kind of we've had our own um you know kind of going on strike there a few years ago and and now we actually have equal pay uh, yeah or so Almost on strike We yeah. missed Missed one train session But we basically Yeah we uh, We got everything done up Between our kind of PFA um, Yeah and, and just not being treated Very well at the time uh, The CEO John Delaney um, Who's Yeah Not uh, Not great And thankfully gone Out of the FAI Yeah wow. Yeah I could say A lot of Curse words about it. Yeah <laughs> Yeah the, uh, Maybe not. Just, yeah, yeah, not on. You can't. You can't beat me, out, Can
4: you? I can actually. Mm. Oh, <laughs> tell you what. Yeah,
7: tell you what, Louise. Say it in Italian. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could actually. Oh no, don't.
4: <laughs> Come, yeah.
6: Just a lot of Louise.
0: It, lot of yeah, Lu- Louise. What part of Sweden was you at?
6: I was in. So I was an hour west of Stockholm, um, right. and a place called Eskel's Tuna, uh-huh. which wasn't known at all. Um and then we kind of put even ourselves at the time in the, the women's team that was there, we kind of put the town on the map. And you know, I went there when there was a hundred people watching and then by the time I finished we had they were trying to put extra seats in the stadium, six, seven thousand people.
0: What? Wow. Uh, wow. We were in
6: the second division when I started and then by my last season, uh the third or fourth
0: season, we were in Champions League. Did you ever play in a town called Trollhattan?
6: Trollhattan. No. I don't think oh, so. Whereabouts? Whereabouts
0: is it? Um, if you go up the forty-five, just before the big Lakes, where the salt factory was, just right. just below the big lake. Just yeah.
6: below the big lake, the one yeah. to the left or the right?
0: To the left, I think.
6: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I am mm. mm. well,
0: thinking that's a yeah. joke? Punch, I, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I was waiting for punchline. Absolutely yeah. no, no, I did I genuinely worked in in for about
7: two years. Actually, is yeah. that next to uh, is that next to Bob Atton?
3: Uh,
4: (laughs) a couple couple of questions Uh, for Louise Uh, did Louise have a plan B if a football career didn't work out and well done by the way says Dom
6: very nice a plan B um like I'm gonna say yes and no um literally i was just yeah far too focused on plan a yeah and you know i maybe even did come like a little bit later to the party but that's so i did i went to i went to university and i got my i got my degree um you know and was enjoying my football um in ireland and and again even that being one of the maybe weaker teams in at the time like we were playing champions league as well and uh, and I was kind of getting myself, you know, trying to really get myself in with the Irish team. But yeah, that was it. So I did, I did um, sports and exercise management. Um, so just to kind of add to that I was very close to doing nursing, um, which now that so that probably would have changed everything. Then I'd say, See, this <laughs> just the right, Louise, I
0: really don't want to but him, but uh, you know, if it was me and I was doing sports, I'd need you as a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring Darren in right now. Uh, Darren, look, we're guilty as charged, mate. Uh, On this show, we haven't done enough for the women's game. We haven't, right? And we put our hands up. Um, We used to have uh, Mr Fun, Chris Pugh on here, who was very knowledgeable. And we 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 we've now lost that kind of link to yeah. to with uh, women's football. What can we do as as a as a group, a forum, a you know a, a Facebook show, a radio show? What can we do to help you promote uh, the women's game in Birmingham?
1: I think obviously your fan base, and I know obviously a lot of blue noses watch watch you week in week out. So. Um, it's just obviously bringing awareness to to our results, to our our performances, to to the players. You know, at the end of the day, you know the group we've got, and this isn't just me saying it. I've I've said it to Skip and to to the to the players a lot that they they embody what Birmingham City is, and that's the one thing that Craig Gardner God Gard said to me from the outset was he wants the identity of Birmingham City with this team, um, and you know these you know his players have got it in an abundance. Um, so for me, you know, it's you know you need to, we need to shine a light on them because they are representing the club. They're doing the club proud, in my my opinion. Um, yeah, and, and listen, we you know we represent Birmingham City as as much as obviously the first team, the the 23s, 18. So um, that's the you know that's the environment, that's the culture that we want, that This,
3: this mm-hmm. club, whoever
1: wears the blue and white, um, you know, deserves to have that that light shined on them.
4: Stephen mm. Gill, who writes our uh, ladies' blog uh, mm. for the Tilton Talk, he wants to know. Uh, he said, "Ask Darren what was the first thing he did when he came in at Blues Women's."
1: Spoke to my skipper. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, <What>? I think. <laughs> no, I think it's just uh, the one thing I uh, had to do was obviously get to, to know the players, and I think that the, the season had been full of, of adversity and obviously results hadn't been going well so i think you just try and find out why um and ultimately you know get the the feedback from the players and and try to then implement different things that are going to change the mindset and that was the biggest thing was was rewiring the mindset and i think skip will tell you that you know there was a a game style before that was more about soaking up pressure and, and being on the the back foot if you like and trying to counter attack and um you know, I came in, and myself and Marcus said straight away that we, we weren't getting into the final third anywhere near enough to to really test teams or put teams on the back foot. So, yeah, I think it was just a you know rewiring of the mindset, get to know the players, their their abilities, and um, what we're good at, and then you try and utilise that in the best possible way and put a system um, in place and a structure.
4: Just coming in as well, you've got you've got Durham away apparently. Cup.
1: Yeah, I've just been seeing that. Yeah, we just had the message. That, are, they, so. are they any good? Or? They're very, yeah, they're not bad. I Are, think they? They're, are, they, top, are they top of it? No, I think Liverpool are top of the championship. I think Durham are up there, though. They've had a good Three
6: or
0: four, yeah, yeah championship. All, all, I can, all I can say is, Darren, just go up there and smash them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our best to go up there and there and good win. Man. Uh, good <laughs> man, good
4: man. I don't know if this is a, this is a proper question, but um, Steve Paul wants, wants to know from Louise, what do you think of those mad supporters who hang around by the tunnel? I don't know if that's a private joke.
6: <laughs> I think so, yeah, it must be one of the lads that I'm always talking to all the time oh, I'm going okay. by the tunnel. There is, there's always a, a special few there that, that wait around kind of no matter what and just have a, you know, a quick enough chat not to make them even colder than they are. But obviously just, you know, they're they're pretty much there almost week in, week out. And uh, yeah, as I said, we, uh, we love stuff. it and always appreciate it. And yeah, love the mad support, love the blue noses.
0: <laughs> Chris Brown, Chris Brown, yes, I mean, right. Can we organise a Tilton Talk Show Women's Day Out?
4: I'd love please? to. I think so. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, we don't Let's do them, it. Yeah. A Tilton
0: Talk good, Show Women's day. day Out. Day. Everybody who watches and listens to this show, meet up, uh, bar eight or wherever you want to meet up. I don't know, and we'll we'll show you what madness is
4: going. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I believe we've got some tickets to give away as well for Leicester. Um, Craig, will, oh brilliant, Craig will let me know about that later. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so Darren, for,
2: but Darren, for you and your career, I guess this is a great move for you, isn't it? To take over the Blues women's team from you was at the baggies, weren't you, before under 23s? Yeah,
1: so now I was with the women's team at West Brom, oh. yeah. So, um, obviously, I left uh, Thanks. left Solly or Moors in the summer, um, and yeah, I was on my A license anyway, so it was more a case of um, needed to I just wanted to coach, get on the grass and coach, and um. Yeah, West Brom gave me an opportunity and I know a fair few people still at the club and I uh, went in there and, and coached there for, uh, was first team coach for two and a half, three months uh, and then oh. obviously guards gave me the, the call and and said, do I uh, fancy coming back back to Blues and uh, and that was it really. So yeah, in terms of for me now, obviously I officially pretty much hung the boots up in the summer. Um I didn't plan to play last year for, for the Moors, but with injuries and COVID, I ended up playing about 20-odd games and see so yeah, how I was sort of coaching and playing. Whereas, yeah, in the summer, I said to myself, right, I need to, you know, I love coaching. I'm so passionate about it um, and I want to dedicate my my full attention to it. So, um, yeah. so yeah, that was the... Can I just... Dar-
7: sorry, Darren, for jumping in. Um, you know, when you sort of finish playing the game, do you sort of get a sort of wave of sadness or is it like a sudden... You're too busy going to other things. You know what I mean. Do you reflect on it a lot? Or
1: do you know what I um, probably a few weeks back um, I got sent some some clips from from over my career, and mm. um, you know I've got access to to Y Scout now. I don't know if you guys know the website. You literally can go on there and, and watch any player, any clips from from years gone by. And um, the vain part of me then went, you know what? I'm going to see see what my clips were like from five six years ago and um yeah I got quite nostalgic with it and watching and realizing it's first time I've actually sat back and thought okay I'm not going to actually play anymore and um uh, mm. it was just a seamless transition I, last year was always the plan was for me to transition from playing into to coaching I'd never expected to play as much last year as I ended up doing um mm. but after the summer year I was literally right coaching I say that I've got just the same buzz. And I know some players say that when they, they quit playing, they do miss it. And mm. I, I do a little bit, but I'm just so passionate about the other side of it now. And, um, certainly keeps me busy and, but yeah, sort of thinking about it, it's it seems quite surreal that I won't be, be playing anymore, but I was very lucky. I had a, a you know, a very, you know, decent long career and mm. you know, didn't have many injuries. Thank You know, thankfully, um, so yeah, I was very, um, very lucky. Um, should, how much of a
4: help, help as um as Craig been uh, since you've been at Blue uh... uh
1: Gardner guards, yeah, guard, yeah, yeah, Gard, yeah. yeah Gard, Well, I've known guards literally from you know when we were we were little. Um, you know, we our families know each other, and obviously, you know, I used to see guards running around kicking a football when he was young. So, yeah, listen, he cares obviously as much about the football club as I do, and he wants it to go in the, the right direction and he's got one hell of a job on. Um, you know, I know he's been pulled, you know, left, right and centre um, to get this club back in the, the trajectory that we all want it to. Um, so, yeah, I try to, I try my best not to to pester him too much because I know he's he's a very, very busy man. But listen, he's he's said this year that he's getting involved for the first time with the women's team and being, you know, across it all and, and wants to really help us. And um, yeah, listen, he's... He's willing to to help us in any way that you know he we see fit, and you yeah, know, like I say, I'll um I'll definitely be taking him up on that um, more often. Yeah.
7: How how many times do you get to see the men's team?
1: Do you get to many games, or I've got to a, I've got to a few. Um, I think like this Friday, for instance, I'll be at the Sheffield United game because um, mm. obviously we. Obviously, we're training full-time now and, yeah. and Saturdays we're in training, so it's obviously match day minus one for us we're playing on Sunday. So, um, yeah, if, I'm, if I get a chance, if it's midweek and I can get down and, and watch the games, I will. Um, as I mm-hmm. said, my me, me dad rings me and gives me uh, the match report in full. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm never never missing a moment when it comes to the men's ah. team. Mm-hmm. Let's take it back
2: for a minute, 20 years, if you don't mind. 20 years ago. It's from that special day when obviously you put us in the Premier League for the first time, I just wanted to ask you what did Steve Bruce actually say to you when you when he when he put you on? Because are you who did you come on for? Was it was it um, Tommy Mooner?
1: No, it was Steve Vickers. Um, Vickers. Okay, yeah, yeah, if you remember, Steve uh, Vickers was playing center half and Olivia Tebley Tibble, was playing central mid. Um, yeah, so obviously, I think Steve came off with a, an injury and yeah. Teb, yeah. Tebs went back to center half, and obviously, I came on alongside Hughesy then, so um. I'm not entirely sure what... I don't think he said much, to be honest. I think, you know, uh, from what I can remember anyway. Um, yeah. Obviously, I played that second half of the season um, pretty yeah. much every mm. game with Husey in there. So, uh, he knew, obviously, that, you know, he could trust me. And, yeah. Um, so, I'm glad he did chuck me on when he did. We're
0: glad yeah. he did as well. And we all, all, all I want to know, I think I've asked you this question, but it was a few years ago like, you're stood there, right, the world is watching you, the whole world is watching you put that ball on that penalty spot, you're 18 years old, you've got 45,000 Birmingham City fans in front of you, right, including me and my kids, yeah, and you have to walk up and take a penalty that puts... Our football team back. I've got so many goosebumps and through back into the Premier League. Well, into the Premier League, as Paul said for the very first time. What was running through your mind?
1: Um <clears throat> again, I think my my age probably um sort of what can I say? Probably served me well because I, I didn't actually probably take in the moment or the enormity of it. Um I was just super, super confident. I knew that. I was going to score. I had this supreme confidence. We practiced them, you know, weeks in advance. And um, yeah, when it came to, I actually wanted to take a penalty. I I always remember who who took the penalty just before me for Norwich. Um, I actually was hoping that he he scored just because I wanted to take the penalty, not just not for the glory, but I just knew I was going to score. Um, And I I wish I could tell you I had that feeling ever since from my career, but I've got I've got more nervous taking penalties in front of hundred at Soli or more than I did that day
0: did oh, you wow. know did you know the financial enormity of what that one shot was gonna mean to a
1: football club not not at all not at no. all when did you realize <sighs> probably years later really yeah I think after obviously people tell you it's like forty million pound penalty or something like that, but um yeah, listen it was. The whole season was a roller coaster. I'd made my my debut in the, um, the January, and obviously I was just thrown into the to the mix, and um, I think I hadn't really took in that uh, you know I was playing for my club. I'd made my debut. I was playing, um, and yeah, all of a sudden I'm, I'm at Cardiff in a player final taking a penalty. So it was just yeah, it was a whirlwind. From that January to the May was a an absolute whirlwind. Yeah.
0: Sorry, sorry. sorry. One more quick one for me, Paul. Yeah. You've hit that ball. It's gone in the net. What was that? Not only the feeling, but
1: the noise like. It was, it was, um, yeah. Again, it's it takes you like years before I actually thought about it and, and, you know, (laughs) watching it back now, I get more emotional watching it back and seeing people's faces and reactions and you know, I always remember walking up, and and probably said this loads of times. There was a bit of a, a bit of a gasp from the, um, mm-hmm. the Blues fans because I think they, they saw this eighteen-year-old kid stepping up. They're thinking, "What is Brucey thinking?" Guilty. <laughs> yeah. there it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was um, yeah, there was a gasp, but um, now after it was just incredible. Like you say, obviously Blues fans on the pitch, and I got lads who had played Sunday League football jumping on my back. And it was just oh, was amazing.
4: All right. all right, Dev.
1: Okay, ladies and gents,
4: we're
0: joined by the one and only
1: Mr. Paul Devley. <laughs>
2: Hang on. Turn your phone round, Dev. Put your phone Put oh! it you Put your phone on
4: <laughs> Turn your phone round. That's... That's better. Oh, Go for on. God. He's got one of them. He's still got a Nokia.
8: Use use it all the wrong way round. He's still got Nokia
4: 3210, hasn't he?
5: I was desperately trying to remember what that was, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so
4: good, so I've <laughs> actually got one down here. I was <laughs> really? going to say,
8: though, you
2: did well to score that penalty with his shirt on. Mm. I, I forgot how irritating the is.
8: Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. No, like, looks a, looks, it as well.
4: Looks a bit tight, that does, uh, Paul. <laughs> no, it's all right
2: man.
4: No, no, it's definitely tight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Darren, from my point of view, all I can say is, as you were taking that penalty, I was above the corner flag on your left-hand side, yeah? Yeah, right, right, right at the top of my three sons, and when it went in, I ain't joking, you mate. The tears just flowed and flowed and flowed. It was like being back up in the cop in the seventies.
7: <laughs> you know, you know. Funny to say that I can't listen to Status Quo without thinking of that now. <laughs> no of the world always, yeah. I mean, it always takes me back to uh, being at
4: Cardiff. Devs, yeah. our technical expert, says you've got screen rotation locked.
8: Yeah, we'll tell you, technical expert. I don't know what that is. Or how you say.
2: <laughs> 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 Wipe, down. Wipe down on the screen. You should have like a thing that comes up with a lock, and you just press on that, and it should switch it off.
4: Uh, no, 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 no. Let's let's go with what we got. Let's go with what we got. Yeah, go right in Because uh, we'll lose him.
0: Right here we go, Debs. You're
8: uh, you're taking part in the charity boxing match. Tell us all about it. I'll
4: you. make him look good. Don't worry.
8: Yeah, March of of 26 um, For Love Brom Charity Nights Up at the Regency Suite On Haggy Road I've been asked a couple of times To do stuff like this But uh, I'm 50 in April So I thought Now's the time to do it I'm approaching my prime So I thought You (laughs)
4: know,
8: know, I don't want to be Over the hill before I do it So yeah, I'm looking forward to Start start training twice a week Down with Dean Sherrington Tomorrow evening Uh, I'm also doing a um, 300 more bike ride over three days in in June for um, for the road to recovery uh, cycling program that that helps people with addiction problems. So uh, a busy busy year for me this year.
0: Excellent. I tell you what, you're you're an absolute credit to yourself. with I promise you, and to all blue
5: noses. Do you know That's who awesome. you're fighting?
8: No, I've asked them to scour. The country for a sixty-five-year-old, um you know, Mike Tyson.
0: <laughs> broken,
8: broken down, broken down. No, no, I don't know. I don't know yet. Um, I don't think yeah I think what they do, they get everyone training, and they just see the match people up, obviously on an age, ability, size stuff. Well, like it,
0: it won't be me, Devs because I'm only sixty. We could chuck Auntie Linda in.
8: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just looks <laughs> a lot older. <laughs> uh, yeah, to... be, it'd be interesting. Knowing more, look, I'll probably get a six-foot-five Villa fan. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'd still fancy it, Dev. Get <laughs> <laughs> my, my way, wife. I thought he might have been ready be Robbie Savage, Dev.
8: <laughs> bloody hell. Yeah. I'd about 30 seconds, He's only about six i I'm on you? Saying that, he's put a bit of timber on, so he might be in the... Uh... Every white division now it he, lasts 30 seconds, Sav.
4: Oh, what gonna, a
0: great programme, Sav put together on, 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 on Macclesfield Town. An absolutely
4: brilliant.
8: I saw if that.
0: If you've not yeah, had yeah, to watch it, good if you are not had the chance to watch it, absolutely watch it. It was absolutely superb. had me on the edge of my seat, even though I sit on the floor.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's good though, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Dave, Dave, we were just on a payload. Like, it's 20 years this year since obviously yeah. we beat Norwich on penalties in Cardiff and you know, Durham was just talking for us through his penalty. But talk us through yours. Obviously, how did, how did it feel for you? Obviously, you know, as a, as a Blues fan as well, stepping up and putting that in the bottom corner. Um, yeah. Just talk us yeah. through, it, through it from yeah. what I mean
8: I was think, on I think Daz will agree with me. It's, it's probably the, the worst and the best experience of your life. You know, you, you're dreading, you know, the walk from the halfway line to the penalty spot seems to take forever. Uh, obviously, me and Daz both Brummies, so... We knew the enormity of it. Um, To be fair, you know, I just heard that saying that, you know, we had been practising them for weeks and weeks and we had some really good penalty takers. I'd always been a penalty taker at at the clubs that I'd been at anyway, but I had cramping in my calves because obviously playing the 90 minutes and and injury time. And whenever I took a penalty, if ever you look back, I always had quite a long run-up when I I took penalties. And and I knew if I had my normal length of run-up that my calves would cramp up before I hit the ball. So I had to sort of cut down my run up a little bit and time it so I could hit the ball without my calves cramping up. But it was, it was unbelievable, you know, probably the best moment of my career to see, you know, smash the back of the net. And I've only watched it back a couple of times. And I think you see when I score, I sort of put my hands in the air and take a big sigh. It was just just relief. The goal, the goal looks about an inch big and the goalie looks like 20 foot tall when, when you're taking a penalty, when you when you think of what's at stake. But no, brilliant. You know, 20 years ago, it's just, you know, a blink of an eye, really, for me.
2: Yeah, and me. Uh, Apparently, yeah, Stan yeah.
8: Collymore's uh, fighting that night as well. Just...
4: Stan's yeah. fighting that night as well. Apparently, I've just been told, yeah. I hope
8: you, you get him. Oh, Devs, <laughs> I hope you get him. I hope you wipe the floor with him. He's blocked. No. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I could have made a very cutting remark there about his opponent, but I didn't. <laughs> you could yeah. have, yeah, yeah.
4: Appropri- <laughs> might have been appropriate, yeah. Yeah.
8: Right. <laughs>
0: Um, nice
4: one, uh, Linda. Yes. Linda. Linda Edna. Edna said, uh, "She'll come and wipe your brow." <laughs> <laughs> she can be
8: in the corner. She can be in the corner, Linda. Oh, yes. You don't want. <laughs> oh,
4: you don't want her in your no corner. Problem. I'm telling you. No, no,
8: no, but it's it's right. I've had, I've had quite a lot of blues fans. I'm looking for tickets. So if anyone wants tickets, just just drop me a text. So hopefully it'll be a great night. We'll we we'll raise a few quid for Love Brom. You know, Love Brom do a lot for uh, for the city. So it'd be a It'd be brilliant to help them out.
4: Mm, yeah. Mm, so, so when yeah, do tickets yeah. go on sale? There's <laughs> people are asking now.
8: Um, if anyone's interested, they can just inbox me on Facebook, whatever you know, any social platform. I should probably get them in a couple of weeks. But if you let me know, let me know now. Obviously, I, I, I can get them ordered. Brilliant.
0: Okay. Perfect. Brilliant. Fantastic. Brilliant. Good
4: brilliant.
8: stuff.
0: Brilliant. Mm, yeah. Yes. So, Luis, and uh, you- Chris, Chris, are you
2: going to hold Dev's spit bucket? <laughs>
4: <laughs> not, not this bucket. I'll tell
8: you that now.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I want to ask Louise. Louise, your club as a child growing up? Did you follow football from a young age? And who was your club when you was growing up as a kid?
6: Yeah, literally, I was. Yeah, playing football for as soon as I could. If there was any sort of bald shaped object around the house, I was, I was kicking it around, and I was into it. But yeah, so Liverpool are my team.
0: Okay. I'll picture your cat when it was cooled up on the settee then. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Who's your favourite player, Louise, growing up? Honestly,
6: growing up, yeah, it was actually my, my favourite now was Michael Owen. So I always had 10 on the jersey, used to play, even on the, um, so actually then, my best friend at the time, then he was a, he was an Everton fan and his favourite player was Duncan Ferguson. So he'd wear a nine and I'd wear a 10 for Michael Owen. And, yeah. uh, Yeah, just, just a crazy, just, just crazy fans. Yeah. Just, uh, just from, just from my dad supporting them. I remember just being at a friend's like birthday party and, you know, I was probably four years old and then I've two older sisters. And so then they would have been six and eight years old. It was like, oh, what team do you support? Hands up who supports United? And I kind of just had like no idea. I was like, probably oh, mm-hmm. saw my friend put their hand up. So I was there. And then my sister, like, grabbed she was like, you're not a United fan. And I was like, right, OK. And, you know, I was like, OK, who's a Liverpool fan? And I kept my hand in. I was like, put your hand up. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was <laughs> I literally remember that moment, like, standing in my friend's living room. And then that was it. I'd say, honestly, I was four or five.
7: Did you know a lot about blues before you came to us? Or Birmingham as a city?
6: in terms of, like, the the men's side of the club. The yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah.
6: Um, well, like well, or the
4: city itself, yeah. Did you know Everything much about them? Yeah,
6: uh, the city itself, I didn't know too much about. So I actually, before, just as I moved from Sweden to England, I actually played for Notts County for, like, two months, and then the yeah. women's side of the club went into liquidation. Um, so I was literally only there for, as I say, eight or ten weeks then, yeah. and yeah was just gone and then that's when I got my move to Arsenal then and so moved down to London so you know I could have been fairly kind of in tune at the time you know with the Midlands but then yeah kind of never it was always my intention then to kind of to get to Birmingham and um but yeah just as it was like I just I always yeah I always knew Blues as a club and as I said there was some amazing Irish players as well um oh yeah yeah like Stephen Carr and everything like that you know. And now obviously there is, you know, Scotty Hogan obviously doing well and putting, you know, putting some important goals away. And, Mm. yeah, so it's, you know, I'm not going to say I knew everything about them, but you're always just the the famous club. I think Mm. the jersey is always just the famous jersey that you, you know, you always recognise, you know. Yeah,
4: definitely. Uh, Mandy wants to know, are you from Dublin?
6: No, I'm from Wicklow. Um, My mum will be very disappointed with that now. She always says I kind of have a bit too much of a Dublin accent.
4: Um, okay.
6: But no, Wicklow, Wicklow is directly below Dublin. Yeah. Um and yeah, so I kind of and I've been spent a lot of my time in Dublin, obviously playing football and, and university.
0: Good question here from Nigel Man. What does Louise think about female referees in today's game?
6: Good question. Um I just sometimes think referees in general, sometimes in the league, are poor. Um to me, I don't mind. I really don't mind what gender they are. Um, you know, there's some, there are some excellent ones, and I think obviously you kind of sometimes get them at uh, at international level, and it's. I think it is something they are trying to push, and I understand the reason why that they want a lot more female referees and um, refing the games. But for me, if they're you know not able to to control the game or or make the right decisions. For me, I just want whoever's best for the job.
0: Um, well, well, We had one we had a couple of weeks ago and she was absolutely brilliant.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, probably uh, Shian Massey, maybe, is it?
0: I don't know, but to, probably one of the, the, one of the best refs that we've actually had at oh, the, uh, uh, the game. Game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it? Oh, Beco's I know.
6: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I actually, I know who you're on about. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's very
0: good. Very, very good. And then I was also, really impressed. I'll be honest with you.
6: Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's a very, very good ref. Um, and then there usually is uh, Shan Massey. I don't think it's anyway, Shan Massey. Um, yeah, he's who's usually, usually a lineo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I honestly don't think I've ever seen her get one call wrong. No, she's
2: mm-hmm. good.
3: she would.
6: She wouldn't need bar. Honestly, she she gets it she gets it right every time. So for yeah. me, honestly, it is it's the it's the quality and and it's even the same. There's been we've had plenty of male referees as well and. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it's just about yeah, taking, you know, taking control of the game, um, you know, and having that kind of equality of the calls that are being made. For me, it's you know, that's that's one of the biggest problems.
0: Uh, Steve yeah. Portman says a new job for Auntie Linda female. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's,
2: yeah. 70, she's nearly seventy for goodness sake.
4: <laughs> and the rest.
2: Dev, so, <laughs> Dev, I'm all oh, been to this fight, Dev. Have you got like a personal? Have you got like someone who's coaching you like boxing or um, yeah, yeah. Quite? I start
8: tomorrow, Paul. Yes, yeah. starting um tomorrow and Thursdays, um, with Dean Sherrington down in Chelmsley Wood. Oh, um, okay. Oh, so, yeah. So I've got, got a good six or seven weeks leading up to it. And you, you, you know me, Paul, anyway. I always stay in pretty good shape anyway, yeah. But um, I'm looking forward to it, mate. I'm more worried about the bike ride if I'm being honest because yeah. 300 yeah. miles over three days. My ass is going to burn. I ain't going to be able to walk. So I don't, I'm more worried about that than getting my face punched. If I'm being honest with you.
4: Oh, there you go, Linda. Another job, do do another job for Linda.
8: Another yeah. job for Linda. <laughs> yeah,
4: Linda, Linda, I might need you. <laughs> bring you wet wipes.
0: Paul, I could do them three hundred miles, mate. Three days, no problem. Yeah, of course. You no could. problem at all. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it's all downhill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 no. Um, oh,
5: I heard on, uh, I listened to a medical program today, and it actually said that cyclists, men's cyclists, have problems down below. So <laughs> getting punched in the face is going to be a piece of cake. Uh, right, is that, hang on. i
8: tell you I'm withdrawing from it then.
5: <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that
0: bike riding on, in Australia?
5: No, <laughs> no. no. Oh. problem. Problems down below. Yes, yeah, down yeah,
4: below. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, got a lady, we got a lady on the on, on, on the program. I can't say.
5: Uh, you've seen the way talking.
4: You normally users. do. You don't <laughs> normally <we> hold back. <laughs> uh, Stephen Gill wants to know uh, uh, for uh, Louise: uh, Were you and Christy Murray at Arsenal together?
6: No, we were. Uh, no, we weren't at Arsenal together. I think. Yeah, we uh, we just missed each other, um, both. Yeah, Christy's always been a player that I've always known a lot about. And she's uh she's friends with a few of the Irish girls and I'd always just, you know, known Christy from watching her play, playing against her. Um, you know, she was she's on the Scottish national team as well. And, you know, finally I actually get to to play with her now and and not against her, because tell you what, like she's yeah, she's special on the ball and obviously when you're in a one we one with her, she's she can literally run through my legs with the ball, like no bother. She's as nippy as that, and and she always goes for the megs on me as well and training. It's very annoying. Um, but you know, but now to have her in front of me now is uh, is much better.
7: Is that <clears throat> is there a good is a good interaction between the women's and the men's blues compared to Arsenal or is it about the same, you know?
6: Um I'd actually I wouldn't say there's a a massive amount of interaction, mm. um, but I definitely see the blues lads more um you know, and they're always like pretty sound and always say like, you know, say hello mm-hmm. or ask something obviously and I think he has that, you know, that rep but George Friend, um, you know, oh, yeah. what he says on the tin, he's mm-hmm. you know, and he has uh he has a daughter as well. And so I think he's even come to a couple of games in the past and you know, always just really interested. Um so for me actually I think there is that bit more of like of interaction. Um mm-hmm. there was some with the girls in Arsenal. So like if you were uh a player with an injury going through rehab, then you know they'd uh, see then some of the lads as they're in the gym. But but in general, hardly ever. Photo mm. day, maybe. And, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Devs, uh, was was here. Long, so. sorry about. My apologies say
6: again. No, no, I say I saw. I used to see Obamiang on the streets because sure you could see his car from two miles away.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> honest to God. Devs, a
6: bit of a
0: bit of uh, a bit of advice for Devs here. Yeah? Uh, from Michael Wood's buy a gel saddle. I've never heard of one. Uh, highly recommended. Did 500k in 6 days in Vietnam, Cambodia with no issues. A gel saddle.
8: Right, well, okay. Uh, that, I'll be ordering that tomorrow.
2: Good man. Good man. <laughs> Do you watch the game yesterday the derby game? Just wonder what your thoughts were?
8: I saw bits and bobs of it. I was uh, my, my lads were playing so I didn't see a great deal of it. Saw so the last last few minutes obviously the equalizing goal. So I can't I can't really give you and depending on the whole game, you know, we, we were well on top, obviously, from the little bits I've seen. And then the, um, the equalising goals goals offside, isn't it? It's offside. Yeah. It's dangerous. Four of Four. Yeah, I mean, it's a great finish, to be fair. But if you were to do that on the halfway line, the ref would blow up 10 times out of 10. Um, yeah. but, I, but I think, obviously, you know, before it gets to the, the brilliant overhead kick, it, Sturman's offside. Um, uh, yeah, A few people have said on social media, well, Derby should have had a penalty and ball and Baller maybe is sending off. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, in In all honesty, uh, from the bits I saw, we should have had the game out of sight before it came to that, anyway.
0: Absolutely. But, Too right. Yeah. 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 I agree with you.
2: Yeah. Um, there was a good question coming earlier from Jason Hughes as well. Um, I think it was for you, Darren. Is there, is there much of a difference in the atmosphere? <laughs> in the female dressing room compared to the, to the male dressing room, to the men's is it, is it the same sort of camaraderie and banter or is it different or what's, it, what's, how do, they, how do they compare?
4: Is there much swearing? He wants to know.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a, probably a question for Skip, but um, no, I think I, I don't think it very, um, it, it differs to be honest, dressing room or changing room atmosphere is always going to be the same. I think, you yeah. know, the, our group, have got some, some characters in and Skip will tell you that. Um, and, you know, so you know, I don't think it differs. Um, obviously, it's a, a different dynamic for for the women's game, you know, especially as us, as, 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 you know, myself, Marcus, and Tony, is obviously we've got a lot of men on the staff. So it's kind of, you know, we, we're not in the dressing room a lot, obviously. Um, but yeah, listen, I think the group are, you know, they've got a real sort of togetherness and there's, there's always banter going on. I'm sure Skip can probably uh, tell you a little bit more the, than, than I can. Yeah,
2: you got any good pranks you can tell us about Louise? Any good, uh, any good banter? Lean. Oh, I
6: don't know. I don't know how much I can say now. To be honest,
2: <laughs> yeah.
6: well, I was actually I was interested to actually hear Carter's answer because obviously, yeah, you know, I I wouldn't really know if there is you know that kind of like what what yeah. it's even. And, and and I've been in yeah lots of different different change rooms and everyone just kind of has yeah has has their thing some are you know very tuned into the music um you know and kind of like love then just bopping around the place a little bit others are just kind of like yeah you know you can just kind of see the concentration on them then others are just kind of yeah getting in banter and yeah it's just kind of it is it's a it, it is just it's a lovely dressing room to be in though like I just you know I just love a dressing room though where as long as you just feel comfortable and what you generally do because you know you usually have kind of your, your either your role in the dressing room or just you know you can be you know a proper laugh but then you're kind of switched on for the game as for me as long as people are comfortable that's kind of the most important and I think we have a really nice balance you know no one is no one is forced to get up and, and dance around the changing room and do this that and the other or no one is forced to you know keep short and concentrate on the game so mm. that's that's nice
2: that's good. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right. Interesting. How about you? Mm. Dance around the dressing room, Dev. You are. <laughs> you used to dance around the dressing room in those no,
8: they, no, no. in those heels? All, 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 all that we used to do it'd be, be me, horse, and John. I would say, right, "Where are we going after the game? Where are we going?" After? <laughs> that, that, that was my role in the dressing room. Where we were going after?
0: What were you, <laughs> lo- logistics manager?
8: Logistics, yes, and social yeah. social manager.
4: What what, but, what was Tate? head case, head case
8: yeah. well to be, to be honest Tatey wherever we wanted to go Tatey was normally bad anyway so it wasn't a problem <laughs> uh, uh,
4: Tim, uh, Tim Andrews you just said are you ready for your fight Dev I,
8: I only agreed to it yesterday <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah i spoke to Tim uh, Tim's a great fella um, so yeah hopefully six or seven weeks down the line I'll be I'll be uh, I'll be ready for it. I'm not sure how good I'll be, but I'll be I'll be ready for it. Have
4: you ever yes. done any, done anything
8: like that before, Des? No, no. Huh? no I'm, I'm no. like I say, I'm, I'm going to always keep myself in in good shape. Apart um, from on the pitch but, a few times, right eh?
0: Apart from on the pitch a few
8: times. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I've had plenty of <laughs> plenty of experience of having a scrap on the pitch, but never uh, <laughs> never <laughs> ne- never an organised one. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. Listen. We all like to think that we can have a fight, don't we? Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll find
4: out. No.
3: We're...
8: <laughs> Def,
4: I've had a few. Yes.
8: Dev, what you walk on is it going to be? Do you know what? I was just thinking about that. I was just in the gym before. I come on. I'm going to do, I think, a little, uh, like suggestion what, what can I, what can I walk onto and see what people? Here we go, people.
0: Oh. What can Dev walk onto? You got five minutes. You should. Use, minutes.
8: Yeah.
2: You should not yeah, Dev, walk on, walk onto.
8: It's yeah. got to be something a bit lively, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Come on,
3: okay.
2: get it going, get it going. A <laughs> bit of metal, something like that, I'd imagine. Bit of Aussie, yeah.
4: yeah. Uh, Tim Faraday says, "Dev, keep your chin down, or keep your chins down. I want you in a film one day. Remember, hey, <laughs> I want you in a film one day. Remember," says Tim Faraday.
8: Well, if I win, the, if I just tell Tim if I win this fight, then I can, you can, you can cast me as a hard man.
4: Yeah,
8: <laughs> I, can, I can see it was a
4: lot of that actually. Yeah,
0: Nigel Mann says, Savage Garden. No, no. Uh, Michael Wood says, Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Ray Harborough says, Dev to walk onto Mambo number five. John <laughs> Wooding says, Mr, Mr. Blue Sky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jer- Jeremy will sing you on,
8: said Lindsay. No on. Problem. Well, we'll hear him, won't we? We'll be able to hear him, no oh, problem.
4: Definitely, definitely. Peter yeah. Taylor says, Can we see if Kevin Muscat is up for a fight? Yeah, that's
8: oh, a good oh, yes. one. I think I'd have to give way for Martin O'Connor to fight, and I wouldn't. I think Ma- I think Martin would like to step up for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Or, or Granger. 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 Or Granger.
8: More
4: yeah. well, it was half a dozen, probably. <laughs>
0: plenty more coming in, plenty more coming in. Stephen Gill, right said, Fred, I'm too sexy for death <laughs> 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 Justin <laughs> McDonough, keep right on. Uh, Jason Hughes, I get knocked down and I get up again. Uh, Paul McCartney wants a Smurfs. Motorhead eats the, space <laughs> <really magazine. laughs>
4: the Smurfs. Roll out the barrel. Roll
0: out the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so and we've got the town simply season? the best. Oh, it's raining Man, Devil in Devil in
2: Disguise. <laughs> devil in disguise. Devil I like. oh. Devil in Disguise. Go on, oh on. my Go on,
5: god. Paul. Go on,
2: Paul. I was just gonna ask Darren if he was boxing what would be your walk on music.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going home,
1: I've done my time. <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved um a bit of Oasis, maybe some might say. That's my, one of my my favourite tunes. Awesome. So right, it's it's good. Good. people go in. So
2: I'd have to walk onto Prodigy. I would. Some, some like Breathe or you know, no <laughs> good stuff to Dance or something like that. It'd, it'd Craig Courtney
4: um, says uh, the Ben Hill theme for uh, Devs.
2: Yeah, we've got Eye of
0: the Tiger, the Ben Hill theme, Village People, YMCA, <laughs> people <guilt>. Mr Bobby <laughs> from Dave
4: <laughs> 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 I don't think they're taking <laughs> it serious, are yeah, they? I'm not
0: taking no, this serious
5: at, at all. Kitchen.
0: Yeah, Chumba womba I get knocked down, yeah. We've had that one. Oh, yeah. Uh Me now me by the Muppets and uh, work on the <laughs> wild side. Don't look back in anger. that's been brilliant. That was that was absolutely brilliant. Phenomena. Wow. Well
5: yeah. wow 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 wow, wow. and can I be, go, on, go on. can I ask you a, about if if you were arranging a meaningful match between your women's team and an age group of of Men or youths? Yeah. What what age group would would make a meaningful uh contest?
4: Good question. I think.
5: Um, I mean, I know women's football is very different, but if you if you wanted to toughen them up, toughen the ladies up, or <laughs> you, know, whatever, up, you or, don't
0: need to toughen ladies up at football for crying out loud. <laughs> They go, they go
6: down, and they get back up again at roll over sixteen times. okay <laughs> yeah.
3: I'll, I'll, late, I'll late, take it any day, mate. No
1: worries. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I was going to say you probably, you know, you've got one of the toughest players um, in the WSL on here. So,
4: yeah, scares um,
1: me. I think, yeah. Listen, I, I think the perception of of women's football has has definitely come on leaps and bounds, and you know, people always, I think, probably men especially will allude to the physicality of it, but. I can tell you firsthand that, you know, the the games are just as physical.
0: um, I I can tell you in carts. I would not even want to do a training session with the women. I would not. I promise you.
4: Well, you couldn't. You couldn't. (laughs) No, I
0: can't. I can't. even Even if I was... You know, back in my twenties, when I've worked, got a little <laughs> bit of fitness left, you know what I mean. There's simply no way, mate. No
1: way no, it was Yeah, no. I, think, I think. we're Going back to your question, I think. So, I when I was at Solio Moors, and I was, um, I was actually coaching coaching the under 18s and um, Blues at the time. Uh, Mark Skinner was manager. He asked me if they could. They were preparing for a game, and uh, could we play against them? And it was quite interesting to see how our lads, obviously 16, 17 year old lads, went about the game. Um, I thought it was a great experience for them because they, I think they thought at first, oh, can I be physical? And I think they found out within five minutes that it's a proper game. Do you know what I mean? Nothing changes. You're still go, in, you know, 100%. Um, and I think it was a great learning experience for them. Um, and this was going back probably five five years ago now. And they took on an under-18 side. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah okay. we played with ladies, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it, I think, you know, the... I think it's a bit of sort of, you know, the, the perception has always been that, but, it, you know, it's, like I say, the physicality and everything else is exactly the same. Nothing changes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Very well answered, by the way, as well.
4: Very well answered.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay Marie wants to know, what advice would uh, Louise give to young girls wanting to make a career in football?
6: Um. Yeah, for me, it was to literally just believe it and, and, and see it and, and, you know, and watch it and see that it is so possible that, you know, you can really achieve anything. And for me, it's just (laughs) kind of get to see your idols, you get to see your favorite team playing, you know, that's one thing that kind of puts that dream and that kind of mentality in your, in your mind. And then for me, it's always just been, just enjoy it. I've gone through every, stage of my career and wondering at times if I've if I've needed to move on and it's always just kind of been that question like am I am I enjoying it at times it's always going to be tough and and obviously now you can say uh, you know are we enjoying it where you know we're down in a relegation battle but I am I'm genuinely enjoying it and you know I really love turning up for training every day and and kind of and yeah and and fighting fighting for blues. Um, and that's kind of, that's, you know, and that's my style of play. It's what I, it's what I really like. So for me, yeah, just, just believing in it, enjoying it and, um, you know, making, literally making friends. It is some of the cliches, but that's kind of what can, what can bring you through. And then, then, you know, things start to change and you start to go up different levels and, um, you know, there's, there's different pressures, but for me, once you just kind of see that goal and, you know, and, and see, how many amazing um, female footballers are around, you know, that's, it's such an achievable dream.
1: Um, and just... Can I can I just jump in there, Nick? I think just quickly mm-hmm. back what Skip's saying that it's, it's been apparent to me since I've been in the women's game that you get young girls and, you know, I've heard so many stories of them. They love football, you know, and they're at school and they have to play with the, the boys, you know, that, at, you know, at lunchtime and everything else, they'll get, a, you know, they get teased and, you know, or a girl playing football, but now because the the women's game is moving forward, and obviously now the WSL is is being broadcast and Sky Sports and everything else, you know, young girls now can actually look up and see people like, you know, Louise and and you know, look at your your top players who play for for England and the national mm. team and they can see a pathway. You know, it's not now, you know, maybe five ten years ago where it was, you know, is football an option? Um, whereas now they can see that you know there's a prof- you know the game has moved on. It's you know full time professionals, so I think it's giving young girls the real you know opportunity. And, and like you say, they can actually dream of becoming a professional footballer. It is actually there for them. There's a pathway. Mm-hmm.
5: I know. I remember seeing Karen Carney for the first time in an international, and she scored two great goals. Uh, and and we're discussing it afterwards, and I said, "Don't care what you say." She is a footballer, anything she's a footballer, and Absolutely, what yeah. she showed on that night that she was a footballer, uh, everything else is superfluous, uh, and 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 that stuck with me. Uh, and I've I have, I've seen that I've seen lots of women's football,
1: and they are footballers. End of mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, a, there's a
1: lot of I think if you look at the obviously in the WSL now, and you know, there's there's internationals galore all over the the league. And um, you look at obviously England as well now and and the players that they've got at their disposal. Um, Yeah. Listen, and and Karen came through, obviously, and it's a shame that Marcus isn't on tonight because obviously Marcus had, he played a huge part in basically shaping a team round Kaz and making sure there was a pathway for someone like her. Um, So yeah, you know, like you say, there's some, some super talented players and, uh, the games only going to get stronger and 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 so it should a million
7: million dollar million dollar question but do you think we will ever see a woman make it to the men's game
1: Good question uh, um, uh, again i don't know I, I think there's just so much around um, the politics of it mm. you know what i mean in terms of you know just you know changing room dynamics and everything else i just I don't ever see bit mixing, but I think the fact that, you know, um, the women's game is is growing. Um, you talked earlier about sort of female referees and everything else. And, you know, I think that's only going to, you know, become bigger and there's going to be more female referees in the game. And I was actually on a call today. I was going to mention it earlier. I was on a call with all the managers and talking about refereeing in the WSL and how, you know, most of them are still part-time, which, you know, we're supposed to be an elite professional full-time league and you've still got part-time refs and people like Rebecca Welsh, as soon as they do very well, they go straight into the men's game. And it's like, well, you know, she still should be refing in the WSL. Um, so that's that's still an issue. So, But yeah, from a playing side, I think, obviously, I don't know what Skip has got to say about that, but I just think the politics around that, I wouldn't potentially see it. No. Do, you have,
0: do, you have, do you have men? refereeing the, the
1: the women's games? Yes, we had a, yeah, up, up, yeah. At Red, up at Reading we had, yeah, it was an all-men um, officiating uh, team. Right. And who chooses them? It comes from the league. So, right. yeah, but again, I wasn't aware that there, uh, there was a lot of part-time referees still. And that really shocked me today, to be honest. And, uh, you know, a fair few of the managers on the call were saying the same, that it's, you know, how can you have part-time referees or official officials in the WSL? It just can't happen. How do you change it? Again, it's, I think it's funding. At the end of the day, you, you, you fund um, or put money into to bring more referees through and make them full-time. Um, mm-hmm. Also, the, the question was posed: Why can't officials who are refereeing in the men's game come down and and obviously officiate in the WSL? Um, it does. It does seem like it's, um, you know, it's not really being talked about because um, we, we need full-time officials, whether it's male or female. Because um, mm-hmm. you've got people who are potentially running running the line on a Friday and then turning up on a Sunday to referee one of our games, and you are thinking, well, are they, you know, um, in or fit enough to do that, um, being only being part-time? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, there is lo- loads of questions and things that still need to be sorted. Keep I,
2: think, I think we could see um, a female manager in the men's game.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that
1: mm. without, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, if you you look at probably someone like Emma Hayes at the moment, um, yeah. you know, obviously how the job she's done at, at Chelsea, um, yeah. and even if you just you know, you, I, you know, I love listening to, to Emma because I think her yeah, knowledge is is excellent. Um, yeah. So yeah, that that's definitely something I think can can definitely happen.
7: Yeah. Mm. So, Louise, sorry, sorry, Louise. Would you would you consider going into coaching when your career's over?
6: Yeah, um, it is something that I yeah think about a bit, and so I'm currently Mm. doing my UEFA B badge, but it's probably something yeah that's just not top of my list. Like I was Mm. even talking to Karts, you know, about this like a week or two ago, and just yeah, just a general question, and I don't know, like for me, I suppose I just haven't had proper coaching experience with a you know with a with a proper team but like i think there was even you know we did a quiz even in the irish team and it was like you know you had to write a name
3: mm-hmm. down
6: about who was you know who in the room was going to be a coach and everyone in the room said me and i'm kind of like i'm not <laughs> sure uh, but like but that's but that's the kind of player i am on the pitch and i think obviously from that view so yeah from a center half view how you can see all the pitch you know mm-hmm. i am i'm, I'm doing it's the same, even if I'm having a crap game, I know one thing is that like, I have my voice and I can, I can help my teammates around me and then they can actually help me out and make me not look so crap by making them, you know, do all the work in front of me. So yeah. for me, like it, there, it's, it's maybe there in me, but there's, it needs to be a, uh, it needs to be brought out. Um, but it's something that I wouldn't, you know, put put down straight away. But, you know, there's, there's a few things I maybe wouldn't mind that and, you know some mm. of the some of the coaching, but then yeah, I watch carrots getting more grey hairs. The <laughs> the of the team, and then I'm kind the, of right. That's, by, uh, that's another reason. That, yeah, by the day. If <laughs> mm.
2: And Debs, have you got your um, coaches back up and running? now, your your soccer schools with the kids?
8: Yeah, they're they're going again. Obviously, a tough couple of years with with COVID, but um, I'm not so hands on with them now. Obviously, with the role I'm doing now with RMF, but yeah, they they're going again, mate. Yeah.
2: Yeah, good. Tell
8: us a bit about that. Your role with RMF. Yeah, it's a construction company. We do a lot of work with the uh, hard to reach, you know, long term unemployed, prison leavers. We also work within prisons with with lads on a scheme called Rattle, which is released on on temporary licence. So, uh, where guys are coming to the end of the sentence and they can go out onto building sorts and work on a on a day release basis. So, I go around to uh, a lot of our building sorts, make sure make sure our lads are getting on okay speak to the gaffers, make sure they're happy with them and, and just make sure everything's everything's running smoothly, really. Do a few mental health talks with them, a bit of diversity and uh, equality talks as well. And just, uh, you know, health and well being really, for them.
3: Yeah.
0: Incredible. Absolutely what? incredible. Paul, well, in boy, i tell you what, I'll tell you what, Paul, that, wow, that's blown me away a bit, man, honestly. Yeah. Proper, proper good. Yeah, well done, Dad. It's a nice one, mate. Yeah. Wow.
4: Yeah, love the, it, love it. The, there, isn't, there isn't a disabled manager of any description, is there? I don't think there is, is there? No? Not,
5: no, not familiar, no, no, do this, no,
4: no, don't think there is, no. No?
5: Well,
0: ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Talk Show Talk Monday night, 7.30 through till nine, And we're now into the last 15 minutes of the show. Oh, and no. uh, I can't believe, I can't believe what has happened tonight. And I'm sure Paul, you can't, Mark, you can't, Chris, you can't, uh, Alan, you can't. And uh, because, because what we decided earlier... Did it was going to be song titles and football, oh, song yeah? titles and football, and uh, and then we went through them song titles earlier, and oh, that was brilliant, that made me laugh, that made me chuckle, but I want you to really, 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 like, have me apoplexed tonight, song titles, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, and football, this is where we have a little bit of fun, and Darren and uh, Louise. Uh, where it's a word association thing, which I think Radio West probably pinched off or something. I did,
4: yeah, I did, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were first to come up with it first, and uh, it's a bit of word association. So we think of something crazy some uh, every every Monday, and then the people out there just uh, blow us away with their just their extreme comedy. And there is not better comedy than you can get from a Brummy. Brummy comedy is the best in the world, right? So we're looking out for this, ladies and gents, song titles
7: and football.
4: Hey, don't Jim, kick what do you... It started already. Oh,
7: I'll <laughs> kick off with Bob Marley. Bob Marley on love.
4: On love. On love. I've You've been thinking
5: about that all day, haven't you? <laughs> it's been on my
4: mind
0: all day, yeah. <laughs> You've been thinking about that all day, haven't you? We've got Devlin in disguise. I know we had that on earlier, but Jason Hughes, come up on that one there, Devlin in disguise. Yeah. um, Come on then, think, ladies and gents. Think, make me laugh, make me laugh. Okay,
4: before we do that, we need to talk about Friday's game. Should we have some uh, predictions? Predictions, maybe? Yeah. Mm.
7: Um, Can I I kick off with 1-1? Okay. I think it would be 1-1.
0: Was there a pun in the kickoff? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
7: Five. No. no,
5: no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Alan. Well, I think it's going to come together on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh I think we're going to win two nothing.
4: Nothing. Okay. Okay. Devs. Oh.
8: Yeah, I mean one of my old clubs. I mean I actually played more games for Sheffield United than I did Birmingham. Um, so mm. yeah, it's, it's um. I fancy a draw as well. I fancy one, one two. Yeah, Louise.
6: I think I'm going
0: to go 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Lindsay Marie's gone 3-1. Uh, Steve Gill, 2-1. Paul McCarthy, 2-0. Steve Portman, 2-2. Keith Harbour, I don't know where he's got this one from, but 5-0. He um, <laughs> said 6.
4: That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be nice. What, what about you, Paul? I'll
1: go 2-1 Blues. Two, one. Cuts? Mm. Yeah, I've got to agree with Paul. I'll go 2-1. Can I just say as well, Dev, I was at the, like, the Bramall Lane game, you know, he's finished 4-4. Four, four you scored you scored two in that oh, game oh yeah uh,
8: yeah I think so it was one or two mate I can't remember
1: I think I you got two that. I remember being there in the away end 4-4 yeah, four, four. got, I'm sure you got two goals that day Dev
8: and that was some
2: game wasn't it that night oh great game yeah, yeah
1: remember, yeah. remember yeah.
2: it remember
1: okay. oh,
2: you all scored in that game didn't you? Yes, <laughs> did you yeah 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 you did yeah mm. Mm. that was all he done for us wasn't it that was it went <laughs> yeah it, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay, so we've got Violet saying Tommy's our man in the Mooney. Uh, Mm. Oh no, not the last fifteen minutes. We'd just like to carry on with the football chat, Mandy. We have to have a lap on a Monday. We have to have a lap on a Monday. Uh, The mighty Quinn from Linda I suppose
4: suppose you can
0: remember that from.
2: What about Incy Wincy Spider? Yeah. Oh, Ince Ince. I suppose it's it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll give
0: it you. We'll give it you. Yeah, I suppose it's not, but we'll give it you. Yeah, I suppose. uh, leader, Leader of the Crazy Gang from Jason Hughes. Uh, some more score predictions coming in. Michael Woods, 2-1. Mandy Irvin, 2-1. Paul versus Meredith, 2-1. Rocket Man United from Jason Hughes. <laughs> That's quite yeah. clever. Um, 3-1 from Paul. Oh, has gone. Just changed it. He's changed, changed it. it. Oh, no, he hasn't. No, no, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. Okay, it's 3-1. No, he's no, written no. it twice. He's written it twice. What John 1-1. Sure? 2-1 to Blues from Stephen Gill. Jason Witt on a 2-1. Um, Birmingham Rhapsody from... <laughs>
8: Uh, I quite like that.
0: Uh, next <laughs> one's oh, Ray, 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 Ray's got a good one. Bindaloo Macara.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Macara.
0: The shoot suit, suit song. Oh. Ask Deb to sing sing the gambler. Oh no, don't. Deb, you've been asked to sing the gambler. <laughs> we'll all join in. We'll all join in. I
8: don't I don't think that's really one for walking out <laughs> to a boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've, I've I've got well, I've been in a few positions at clubs where the song could have been Please release me, let me go. <laughs> 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 Actually,
0: that's a good one for this evening. To be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> Please release me, let me go. Oliver's army, Alvis uh, Costello. Oliver's army, Alvis Costello. Where do we get that oh, from? Olive... Gotta, be right, I, gotta,
2: be <laughs> ones, gotta be some Oasis ones, Darren. I'm trying to think.
0: It's gotta be York City. Uh, here <laughs> comes the
2: Sonic. Uh, oh, he's, over gone. Sanchez, obviously.
4: he's gone <laughs> no
0: it's no, Sanchez has gone isn't
4: it no. yeah oh yeah yeah sorry it's Sanchez yeah Ivan Sanchez yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Chris I remembered some of
4: you did yeah well done I did I, no. I, 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 what, what do we think mm-hmm. about Sanchez going as well he was, he was <laughs> home for, homesick and injury prone so it's not a good combination
0: really mm. yeah a bit yeah. like me mate
2: <laughs> he did beat some he did bit some bobs for us though, didn't he, when he played to be fair. He scored a couple He's, of I think balls. to be honest,
5: to be honest, Paul, I think <laughs> frustrated. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Substitute by the who are you?
8: <laughs> who are you? <laughs> oh what about you that? to get
0: me out of here? Long frame coming because I'm hoppy. Because I'm hoppy. <laughs> Here comes the sunnitch. <laughs> We've had that one. Uh, Blue by Dev. Uh, Maradona Summer. Do you know the way to Michel and San Jose? <laughs> I like that one. I like mm-hmm.
5: that one.
0: You lot are mad, honestly. You're absolutely mad. Okay. Oh, dear. Wonderwall. Wonderwall Saw. i get that one. I okay.
2: like nah, nah.
0: Oh, yeah. That, Ray's, Ray's got another one. Yeah. Last, last frame from... Uh, Clarksville, last frame from Clarksville
8: Very good. <laughs> That's a good one
0: Very clever, <laughs> it's raining. men
5: united <laughs> they're all
4: People have I've been waiting got, all week for this Saturday. They are, they're,
5: they're absolutely have just good. got all Portsmouth good. and Charlton on the box here And Chuck Zanike, uh-huh. he's running them Absolutely ragged <laughs> no, no, Can't no. get a hold of him oh. <laughs> What's the score Alan? It's 1-0 one one nil nil nil. to Charlton Did Zanike score no, but he he he, he, headed, he headed towards goal. The goalkeeper padded it, and the bloke knocked it in. But the replay no. showed that Nike was offside. No. <laughs> but they allowed it.
0: <laughs> okay, question here from Sam Mullet. Did Devs or Darren ever think of playing abroad? Paul, what's we'll up with you, mate?
8: Um, I nearly went abroad a couple of times. Uh in the, in my first spell at Blues in the sort of Late '90s when I when I fell out with Trevor and I was leaving. Um, Torino actually Torino was interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah,
8: yeah. oh right, right, right. Yeah, Gra- yeah great. Graham so, was manager, and I, I, as a young kid, he had me up on trial at Liverpool when I was playing non-league at Stafford Rangers. So that was talked about. And then at the end of, at the end of my career when I was leaving Watford, uh, I had the chance to go to New York. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, it was either New York or Warsaw, so it was a no, brainer No, it was just. Yeah. <laughs> I do not believe,
5: believe
8: you just said that. No, <laughs> listen, it came too like I was, I was sort of 34. I didn't really fancy uprooting and, and going over to America at, at, at that stage. But yeah, a bit of a regret, really. It would have been something looking back now that I'd, have, I'd, I'd have liked to have done. But like I say, going to America at 34 wasn't, wasn't really the right move for me then.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Troy, a Yellow Ribbon round the old, old tree. <laughs> I, no. like I like that one. I like that one. Uh, Darren, Darren,
1: uh, over to you, Darren. Um, do you class Scotland as abroad or uh, yeah. Yeah. They
0: had a referendum, mate. Of course we did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could have Build gone them to all. A, could have gone to Scotland a couple of times. Um uh-huh. but I always to be fair, I always thought I'm, I'm potentially wanted to go to America towards the end of my career. Um but never, yeah, never really um, materialised. So, uh, yeah. Can
7: you, you remember what clubs in Scotland, Darren?
1: So, Hibernian was one. Um, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, they, at one stage, yeah, wanted me to go up there. I think that may have been, I think I was still at Blues, I think, um, as a loan. And then I think Aberdeen was another one. Um, mm-hmm. Back in the day again, yeah, both at Blues. A bit colder <laughs> up there, though, isn't it? And it's a bit too far. I went to Sunderland on loan. That was far enough, so. Speak funny <laughs> but, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's raining, Mengi. Uh,
0: don't leave me this way. Who let the hogs out? Robbie Savage Garden. We've had that one. I think uh, the sun has got its hat on. <laughs> the sun has got its Bob hat
4: on. <laughs> for the wings <laughs> of in love. Oh, <laughs> for the wings <laughs> of in love. <laughs> oh,
0: love, 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 love. love. Bacuna Masata. Bacuna Masata. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got mine. Don't break my heart. H A R T.
4: Are you going to Trevor France, Francisco? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 it's that. It's that. Like Jason, Dave. Jason, news.
2: I like oh, Twines, I do. Dave Twine's is the best one. We hotter get out of this place.
4: Oh yeah, well <laughs> done. <laughs> we hotter <laughs> <are laughs> get out of
2: this place.
0: We man. haven't we haven't had, a, we haven't
4: <laughs> had any. <laughs> reference to check and doy yet. No, not yet. No. no come time. on,
7: people. Check and doy. Check yeah. and doy. Uh, check oh, and
0: doy. Yeah. That's,
4: awesome. that's gotta be
7: that's gotta be Abra not it? Take a check and doy. It's <laughs>
4: <There's> a, <condo. laughs> a good one. It's a good one. Oh, Mark! Yeah, Nick. Come on, come on, knocking on heaven's door. Come <laughs> on, oh, oh, a- I like that ing. one. I like that one. Yeah. Baggy trousers. Uh, sim- sympathy for the sympathy for the poor devil. Baggy trousers. Huh? <laughs> <Fowlers. laughs> oh
0: dear me! Oh, Holly! Oh, mate!
2: Oh, it's the best fifteen minutes of the week, honestly. I know some people <laughs> don't like it, but Carter Chameleon, Carter
4: Chameleon. Let's talk Oh, that's it. Look, he's gone purple. Oh
7: my, right, question, oh my god! Question, for Louise. What sort of music are you into away from the game?
6: Ooh, away from the game, I really like. Mm-hmm. I love. I love a bit of everything. There's not kind of anything uh, massively specific. Um, mm. i'd say maybe God, what would be my most listened to now like i actually used to, i used to love listening to to queen with my dad mm. leo Sayre um mm. so I'll, i can go literally from 70s upwards and i just i just stick on a i stick on a play a playlist as well fleetwood yeah. mac
7: would be I'm a really one. yeah um
0: fleetwood
6: mac cuz and i sure. listen, listen to the radio and i will listen, <laughs> listen to a bit all of it
4: Nothing. Oh dear! Uh, Nick, I think it's that time. and That time has come. Red, red, Roman vine. It? Red, red, Roman vine. That's a
0: good one. But um, I want to hold your handy sides. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I
4: like great.
8: that one. That's a good. That's a
0: good
2: one. Oh, what's he been? Has he been eating vinegar off a of fork again? Oh my goodness me! Oh dear! Can yeah, I just say, Dev, all the best with the fight, mate, and, and Darren and Louise. Thanks for joining us. Mm. For yeah, you can bring that Bible as well. I really hope you stay up. Yeah, and keep, listen. Uh, yeah.
0: the Blues fans are behind you and you know what we're like, don't you? And Chris, can we please get somebody to organise a Blues Women's home game where the Tilt and Talk and all the Tilt and Talk supporters and all the Tilt and Talk lovely fans out there join in, come down and give you some support and, you know, make some noise.
4: Mm, yeah. Be a good, mm. good good, day out, yeah.
0: Yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. We'd love it. I'm up for that. I mean, I, I live 50 miles away, right? And normally I drive in, in to do this into, into Chris's house and I don't normally get back home to what half past 10 25 said, yeah
4: yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I've done that now for 11 years and you know if I can't if I can't make it to St Andrews to support you guys right in a relegation scrap then I won't be worthy of being a Birmingham City fan end of so I'll be there
1: appreciate that Nick and yeah obviously a big game for us this Sunday against yeah, St yeah. Andrews so yeah, if, if as many can get down to support us, it'd be uh, very much appreciated. And, and how much to get in, Darren?
4: We, yeah, I think we've got some tickets, uh, Nick. Yeah, tickets, I, think, we're gonna, I uh... think I
1: believe it's ten pounds for a season ticket, or it might be a bit cheaper now for season ticket yeah. holders. And six,
0: six or ten pounds. Yeah. Six or ten quid. I mean, what oh, can you get? You can get two and a half pints of beer up here for a tenner, right? Come on, people! Blues versus Leicester, Sunday, right? I am going to do my utmost. I can't make any promises because my daughters just had a baby. Uh, one thing and another, that, right? And I can't make any promises, but I'll do my utmost to get there, right? Ooh. On Sunday, if you if you've got to pay a 10 you've got to pay a tenner's nothing. Two and a half pints of beer, right?
5: Come on, Nick. Let's Nick make you, co- you come yeah. come and d- come down here and see the girls play at Brighton. And if you can get two and a half pints of beer for tenner,
8: <laughs>
0: you'll be bloody
5: lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, we brew it up here in, uh, in Burton
0: and Trent, so we try to give it away, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dear, dear me. Right, OK, Darren Carr, thank you so, so much for giving the time on to Monday night, mate. Absolutely superb. Um, great conversations and great memories and uh, it's actually one of the best memories that we've ever had. As with you, Paul, with your penalty taker as well and all the service that you gave to Blues and all the great work that you're doing... Um, for people who are so disadvantaged. I'm, I'm absolutely amazed, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon, promise you. And Louise, wow, well, wow. Well. This woman, this lady, woman, what would you prefer to be called? Oh. Footballer. footballer. Lady. Footballer. See, this footballer. This footballer has won 91 caps for her country. Take that in. And she plays for Birmingham City. Let's do everything we can on Sunday to come down, support you, make some noise, have a laugh, meet you afterwards, right? Shake hands, do whatever, do whatever, do whatever, right? And um, and and hopefully we can get down there. And if we, can, if we can make some proper noise, right? Give you the guys a good smash, smash them, smash them, smash, smash, smash <laughs> we'll
6: them. We'll give it our best shot, absolutely.
0: Bless you. And, uh, and thank you for being a Birmingham City player, because you know what? When you add a badge on your heart, and your heart and your sleeve and the name on the back. And you give your service to our football club. That name on the back will always be remembered. Always. Ladies and gents, this has been the Tilton Talk, Talk Show, an absolute cracker tonight with lots and lots of people in. me, I've never absolutely I don't have we had seven people, uh Chris.
4: I don't I don't think we have actually,
0: no. No, I don't think we have it could be a world record tonight. There you go, uh, me, if you... Broken the world record, and you, Darren Paul, uh, Paul Devlin. Right, okay. So we're going to say our uh, goodbyes now. Uh, uh, Mr. Alan Watton, good night. God bless you, sir. Take care.
5: Good night, everyone. <laughs> Mark Adams. <laughs> good night. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> who can? Who could follow
0: it? The one and only Mr. Sheen himself, the Beast of the Tilton Talk Show, Paul Hitchens.
2: Good night, all. Pleasure as always.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, my old mate Chris Owen, wow, what a bloke!
2: Good evening,
8: goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> from
0: myself, good night. And the last three messages are going to come from our best tonight. First off, Paul Devlin,
8: good night, everyone.
4: <laughs> Someone's just <laughs> <somebody> <laughs> just reminding <laughs> that me there's, there's actually eight of us, not seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> from uh, Paul Devlin, friend of the show, Darren Carter, friend of the show. I've even on a few times, mate. And uh, we, will, we will talk to Tom Brass and ask to that, right? Please, <laughs> please do, please do. Dar- yeah, Darren, last words, from that. last words from you, mate.
1: No, thank you for having me and, um, yeah, hopefully see as many people down there, or Blue Noses down there on Sunday, uh, supporting the team.
0: No, thank you for losing, Listen, mate, it's our pleasure, believe me, to have the man who put Blues back into the Premier League not oh. back into but into the Premier League, right? On, on this show. And it's a pleasure to have devs who also scored that penalty because it's teamwork. And we can't do this without the team. And we've got a lot of people who work hard behind the scenes. And I wanna thank each and every single one of them. From me, ladies and gentlemen, good night, God bless, take care, be nice, be kind, right? Just be kind to each other. Mm? No more in, no more infighting right we also have to be a team that support us. and i'm going to leave last words tonight to the lovely louise so so proud of you 91 caps i just i just blow my head off to and you're a Birmingham city louise is going to close the show and i've got good night
6: guys and thanks for having me and let's see you on Sunday <laughs> right on
4: From the children. We'll support you till the end of the day. We're so happy following the blues. We love you, what more can we say?
3: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with muck delivery.